0: In June 2002, a pedestrian was killed after being hit by a car near Delft in the Western Cape. The woman was the sole breadwinner for her three children. At the time, the children were aged between 7 and 14 years old. Their grandmother took them in and applied for foster care grants, which she received for each of the children. Anne Skelton is a director at the Centre for Child Law. This
1: is a case about children whose mother died in a motor accident. And the children were then placed in foster care with their grandmother. By the time the road accident fund was due to pay out the money, they then said, no, 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 we're going to deduct all the foster care grant payments that we've made in the interim period, which meant that the children ended up with nothing at all.
0: The road accident fund admitted that it was liable to pay an amount of around one hundred and thirteen thousand rand for loss of support, but the RAF refused to make the payment, saying it would amount to a double benefit. The grandmother had received around one hundred and forty six thousand rand in foster grant payments over the years. The RAF said this should be deducted from the amount they owed in compensation, leaving the children with nothing. The Centre for Child Law is arguing as a friend of the court and largely supports the curator's claim. Anne Scalton says even though the RAF funds and the foster grant funds come from the public purse, the two payments do not amount to double compensation.
1: An important question one must ask is if the child's in a children's home and there's an RAF claim, is the state going to start deducting the cost of keeping a child in the children's home from that as well? Uh, Where does this end? The law already recognizes that where someone has insured themselves against this kind of situation and then they're killed in a road accident, those insurance claims are not deducted from the RAF claim. So why is it that there's no such exception in these cases?
0: This is the first time that the Constitutional Court is considering a case like this. Similar cases have been decided in the Supreme Court of Appeal, with lawyers likely to argue the merits of those judgments in the Constitutional Court. The Centre for Child Laws, and Skelton, says their lawyers will further argue that the Court's decision should also deal with child care grants and not only be limited to foster care grants.
1: The Centre for Child Law considers this to be an important children's rights case. I mean, there are 500,000 children in foster care, so it does affect a lot of children's rights. And what we're saying is that even if the child is receiving the child support grant, that too should not be deducted. And there has been a Supreme Court of Appeal ruling on it that said that the child support grant could be deducted. We say that that was wrongly decided, and we're hoping that the court will agree with us on that.
0: The Constitutional Court will hear arguments an hour earlier than usual. This is to ensure that the relevant justices will be able to catch flights to Cape Town ahead of President Jacob Zuma's State of the Nation Address.